So managing your money is a skill that every single entrepreneur has to develop, right? Finances are the lifeblood of your business. And so if you're running a business and you're not paying attention to the finances, at least weekly, I say five minutes daily, but at least weekly, then what are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of When Hers United, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and I truly appreciate you listening in. This is season 10, episode eight, entitled Track Your Finances with Nicole Barham. Before we jump into the interview, I wanna tell you more about me and When Hers United, the podcast. I believe that success leaves clues. And When Hers United, the podcast was created to give you the clues you need to succeed in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. These are the four pillars we stand on here at When Hers United, which is why they are emphasized. So we all can live a complete and fulfilled life both personally as well as professionally. If you love Winhurst United, please invite someone you know to listen and tell your friend to tell a friend. Let's spread the knowledge, y'all. You know, we believe in being empowered and empowering on. Now, without further ado, let's get into season 10, episode eight, entitled Track Your Finances with Nicole Barham. All right, we're back with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur. Nicole, welcome. Thank you so much, Nicole. It's going to be interesting today with the Nicole. (laughs) Yes, y'all, we named twinning today, right? So don't get confused. You have to pay attention to the voices to know which Nicole you're listening to. Before we get started, let me tell you more about Nicole Barham. Nicole Barham is the founder and CEO of Design Your Wealth and creator of Five Minute Bookkeeper. Nicole works with women entrepreneurs, showing them how to go from being stressed out about business finances and scrambling at tax time to being on top of their finances like clockwork. Nicole has been featured in Time, Essence, Black Enterprise, First for Women, and Medium. And if that wasn't enough to validate her credibility, here's one more. Nicole has also been featured on Good Morning America, where she shared her secrets to getting and staying on top of your finances in just a few minutes a day. Nicole, I'm happy you're here. Look, if ain't nobody else happy, (laughs) I'm going to let you know, because I need to get my finance life together. So you're going to be talking to me today. Look. I love it. <laughs> All right, Nicole. So let's start it off by you telling us what motivated you to start your company, Design Your Wealth. Okay, Nicole. So I say all the time that everyone or almost everyone who starts a business, almost every entrepreneur has a time when in their business, when they're like in the dumps, in a situation that they don't want to be in, Right. And that's usually the catalyst for them, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, starting their own thing, all of that. So about seven years ago now, I was in a position where I was in business 
I was making money, was not paying attention to my money, right? And, you know, it just went out of, you know, out of control. Had an online business making money and then the business went away. The company that I was an affiliate marketer for went away and I was left with six figures of debt. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. Pulled my head out of the sand and I'm like, oh my gosh. And first of all, Nicole, this is not supposed to happen to me. My background is accounting. I did the books for my employer for many years. So I was on top of their books when my books were over here, like, you know, in the wind. And so I knew what I needed to do to be on top of my finances. And that's when I really went on a personal journey to be the master of my finances, to really be on top of it like clockwork, to know what's coming in, what's going out, how much money I had in my account. And so that was kind of, you know, the thing that turned things around for me. Bankruptcy turned things around for me. And then when I was doing that for myself and feeling empowered and feeling good, my finances were transforming. I was now able to save money again. And, you know, I was like, you know what? There has to be other people like me. I can't be the only person who has these issues with my finances. And so I just started talking to other entrepreneurs like myself, talking to even people with their personal finances and started helping them one-on-one with, you know, getting on top of the finances. And it may not look good right now, right? You might be thinking, oh my God, I don't even want to look at my money, right? But just looking at it is the first step to changing it if you want to change it. So yeah, that's the beginning story of Design Your Wealth. I love that. I love that. And I totally agree with you as far as like a lot of times or most times that entrepreneurs launch out into entrepreneurship is facing whatever problem that was their problem and then wanting to help other people with that problem. Right. Like that's why I started Winhurst United. I got tired of seeing women backbiting and fighting over this hit in one seat at the table. And I wanted to show that we can come together, we can collaborate and we can learn from one another and lift each other up. Right. Yeah. So something you said reminded me of a quote that I created. Right. Because sometimes they say, like, once you know better, you do better. Right. But I don't think that that's completely true. Right. So I changed that around. It's actually on my website. It says once you know better, you have the opportunity to do better because you can know the things like I used to teach a financial literacy class fresh out of college. And I don't follow all of the things that I know (laughs) I need to be following. Right. So it's an opportunity. Right. So that goes to you. Like, how could this be happening to me? And I know the stuff. But yet, you know, knowing is one thing. Doing is another. Right. Absolutely. And then something else you said reminded me of the and those that listen loyally, like y'all don't heard me say this over and over because it's tried and true, right? Like you eat an elephant one bite at a time. And a lot of times we look at our goals and what we want and we see this big picture and it seems so daunting. But like you said, the first step is looking like we don't have to, you know, make it as big as it is at the moment because there's no way that we can conquer all of it at the moment. Right. So what's that first step and what do you need to do? So. Nicole, I'm look, I ain't gonna say I'm happy you went into bankruptcy, Nicole, but I'm happy that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) some things happened to make you go into this lane because it is so many people out there that are like you were and need this information. Absolutely. And I didn't know that. But seriously, Nicole, I was like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, replace my income. Right. So I can quit my day job and I don't have to drive, have a three hour commute daily. That's all I wanted to do right? But it's been so much more than that. It's the transformation. I had a call with a client earlier 
And she said to me, Nicole, your five-minute bookkeeper is everything. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. And you know what? I have you know over 300 entrepreneurs in my community. I never tire of hearing how their lives are transformed and how empowered they feel after being on top of the finances. It seems like a small thing, Nicole, but it really, really is huge. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, especially I feel like for women, you know, and I love that you cater towards women, right? Because I know some women that went through divorce and like they didn't handle the books, right? So yeah. like they had to learn that all over or learn that from scratch, you know, being 40, 50 years old and not knowing this thing, right? So I think it's super important for people in general, but especially important for women as we continue to just take over our lives and lead as we're supposed to lead, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Nicole, I was being nosy. Look, I was being nosy, right? And I was di- I was digging into your website and I saw a quote that stuck out to me. And it said, you can't make more of what you ignore, right? And I believe like many people think that making money is what establishes you as a successful entrepreneur. But I want you to talk to us about why managing money is just as, or if not more important than making money. Absolutely. Because you know what? You can make as much money as possible. If you're not managing that, that can go out the door so quickly. That is why sometimes we hear about lottery winners, people win winning millions of dollars. And in a year or two, they're back to square one, right? They're back to where they, they started. And so managing your money is a skill that every single entrepreneur has to develop, right? Finances are the lifeblood of your business. And so if you're running a business and you're not paying attention to the finances, at least weekly, I say five minutes daily, but at least weekly, then what are you doing, right? Because first of all, we have this saying, and I'm going to mess it up. It's something like energy goes where focus flows or energy flows where focus goes or something like that, right? And if you notice, and it's like something as basic as this, you might be sitting at home and you're saying, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to my friend, you know, Janet in a while. And in 60 seconds, you get a text or you get a phone call from Janet right? And you might be saying, oh my gosh, what a coincidence. But it's the energy that's going out to Janet be like, oh, you're thinking about her. She probably, you know, felt that energy coming and she called you, right? When you focus your energy on money and you call it, it comes. And I'm telling you this, if you are like, listen, I want to make sure that I have a financially successful business. Let me get on top of this money, right? Don't look good right now because you might be in the red, you might not be making as much as you want to make. But if you do not start somewhere, you're going to be in the same position that you were in a year ago, right? So starting to take a look at it, and you know what happens? You're going to start making more money because first of all, you're not going to like the number and you're going to say, listen, (laughs) I need to make some more money. What what do I got to do, right? So you start creating strategy around it. So it's not like, I'm not saying go look at your money and then money's going to come. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying paying attention, developing a strategy, right? You might be like, listen, I want to make 10,000 a month, but I'm only making 5,000 a month. What do I need to do? Do I need to increase my prices? Do I need to maybe add another product or another service to my business? So you start 
developing the strategies because you want to get to the goal, right? So when you're paying attention, the money's like, wait, she's paying attention to me now. Let me work with her, right? And listen, I've proven this over and over again. My clients have proven this over and over again. They'd be telling me, girl, I made 250000 last year. This year I made half a million. Or I made 50000 last year and this year I'm, I'm hitting six figures, right? So that just being, you know, having that, paying attention to your money, being on top of the finances, creating strategies around that, using your numbers to create strategies. One of my clients said to me recently, she said, people lie, numbers don't. <laughs> Listen, that's one of my favorite. That's Jay-Z. Look, we quote what they say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. I actually oh, use I that, that for my data analysis <laughs> stuff, right? But it's true. It's so yeah. true. I love that, Nicole. When I was listening to you, you reminded me of like, I like to do vision boards, right? And a lot of people like talk like, oh, it's just pasting some pictures, but it's a manifestation, right? Like you're putting out what you want, but then you spoke directly to that second step that some people miss is like, okay, now you have this picture of what you want. Now what's your plan for how to go get it, right? So making that plan, sticking to that plan. And if you don't stick to that plan, you know, course correcting or figuring out, okay, maybe this isn't the way I want to go, but what can I do next? Or how can I change it to still get to the goal? Because the way to the goal can change, right? Well, the goal can change too, but, you know, like just focusing on that goal and figuring out ways to get to that goal and being flexible sometimes even with your ways as well as with your goal, right? Like I think that that's something good to think about as well. So I know you talk about like daily wealth habits. So does that speak to what we were just talking about or is that something in addition? It's very similar. So daily wealth habits, I'm a huge fan of journaling, right? And I know people are like, you know, oh my gosh, journaling, I don't know what to write, this and that. I love to use, her name is Mar Marilyn Jeanette and her book is called Feel Free to Prosper, right? And it is very simple daily journaling and it's the same thing over and over again. So you don't have to think, oh my gosh, what am I gonna you know, do every day? I feel like those habits that, you know, those daily wealthy habits that she has in her book, she talks about writing the same mantra over and over and over again for a while, writing down 10 things that you're grateful for, right? Everybody can find at least a hundred things every single day that they're grateful for, right? So gratitude, what's the income that's coming in, right? Because we're here to talk about money. We're just not talking about journaling. So what income is coming in? What's expected? What's unexpected? I've been doing that for maybe two years now, journaling. Found out about Marilyn last year. And so with using her prompts and using her methods, and I honestly am here to tell you, Nicole, I have made more money in my business. Mm. Just paying attention, journaling, you know, saying what I want. I think sometimes we don't say what we want. If you want to be wealthy, say you want to be wealthy, right? If you want to make a lot of money in your business, if you want to be a millionaire, a billionaire, say it. But I think that sometimes we feel like, you know, okay, I'm not making any money right now. I cannot even imagine or dream about making the kind of money that I really want to make, right? And that's the false premise. Like you can literally start from anywhere. And remember that 99% of the millionaires and billionaires that you see now, they started from where you are, right? And so the daily wealthy habits would be having some mantras that you say daily, 
journaling a little bit, writing down your goals. How much money do I want to make this week? Right. And then put it into your journal. Okay. I said, I want to, I wanted to make a thousand dollars this week. A hundred came in today, you know, a hundred of somebody who owed me money came in. Oh, a new sale of 200 came in today. And just, you know, just play the game and you are going to be blown away, honestly, at how, when you develop these daily little habits, right? How they are, they transform your, your life so quickly. I love that. So that goes back to her tracking, right? Look, Nicole doing yeah. the tracking in all kind of ways. <laughs> look, tra- look, Nicole, you speak in my language. You speak in my language. I'm all about tracking. And I love that, right? And it actually reminded me of it's something that I did for a while. I stopped doing it. I don't know if I'm going to do it again. But I did Celebrating Wins, a room on Clubhouse every month where, you know, we would go in and we would talk about the different wins we had in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. But I would encourage people, like, write this stuff down, right? Like, write it down because it gives you momentum to see what I did, you know, to give you the push to continue forward, right? So I think that's, you know, a similar lane. I definitely love the mantras. And, you know, because we I know for me personally, like I had a lot of negative self-talk going on in my brain, you know, Mm -hmm. for years and years and years. And for me to combat that, I had to start telling myself good things and positive things. Right. And now I notice that I don't lean as quickly to the negative as I used to. I'm not going to act like it's perfect because it's not perfect. Right. But I can catch myself when I'm leaning to the negative. And a lot of times the negative isn't the first place I go. And I know it's because of the work that I've done. So I love that. And it reminds me, like I tell people, I was like, I'm rich. I said, the money might not be there yet, but I'm rich, right? Because it's a lot more yeah. ways to be rich, you know, rich in friends, family, mindset, you know, all these other ways. So I love that because that's sort of what I heard in relation to wealth, where wealth doesn't necessarily have to equate to a dollar sign either. Right. You know, of course, we want the dollar signs. We're not saying we don't want them. We're going to put that, you know, we're going we gonna to classify that we want the thing, right? But like, that's not what life is all about, right? Because look yes. at the people that have millions of dollars and that are committing suicide, right? So, you know, I like that as well. Yeah, and, and I also like to say abundance is all around me, right? So abundance is not just the money. It's everything. It's living, it's health, you know, it's your health. It's your family. It's your work that you do in the world. It's the change that you make in the world. So having abundance all around you, including money, you know, you can just have that. If, if you feel like, I don't want to say, I want to be wealthy, but you can always say there's abundance around me. And it's true, right? So start out with some general daily wealthy habits as well, if you don't feel comfortable. And you were talking about the negative self-talk and it's as it's easy to switch from that negative self-talk because people are going to be like, oh, it's so hard to be positive, but it's so easy to be negative, right? So you can develop these habits where you're switching your thought. Every time you have the negative thought, you combat it with a positive one, right? Right, right. I love it. I love it. Look, now, Nicole, you talk about something else that's speaking directly to my heart because I need to figure this thing out, right? So you tell people how to turn their side hustle into their main hustle, Nicole. Tell us how, Nicole. Tell us how. Listen, I and it's not hard. It is not hard. I am not a business coach, disclaimer, <laughs> and I don't want to be a business coach, but I, I have some very simple things that I do in my business every single day. Right. And one of the first things that will take you from your side hustle to your main hustle is consistency. Right. You have to be consistent, even when the results aren't coming. 
right? You have to be consistent. You have to know that this is what you want, right? I had a side hustle. My This business, Design Your Wealth, was my side hustle, and I was working a full-time job. But I knew, and for at least two years, I had this idea. I knew the company name. I had made zero dollars. When I formed Design Your Wealth, I had made no money, right? But I knew that I could help women change their finances, right? Transform their finances, actually. And so I had the idea, and then I started to work with. But listen, every single day, Nicole, I was on social media talking about helping you to manage your finances every day for maybe a whole year, never made one sale. Did I stop talking about helping you with your finances? Nope. I kept doing that, right? So if you know for sure that this is what, first of all, you know the result that your client is going to get, right? And you know that you can help, like this works, this really works. You keep talking, you keep talking, you keep talking. And then the right people will come into your orbit, right? And so that's what I kept doing. I kept talking about what I was doing. And then slowly but surely, company went from zero in 2020. I launched actually Design Your Wealth and Five Minute Bookkeeper in June 2020. We're in October 2022, almost half a million in cash and over half a million in sales, right? From zero in 2020. I just needed to find my people. And the thing is, what happens is a lot of people give up too soon. They're talking about this thing they're talking about. But when you're convicted, like I knew it, like in my gut, in my heart, I knew this thing worked. And so even if you're not getting the results you want yet, one of the things is consistency, Mm. right? And so I was consistent. I replaced my income. And then that's when I was able to quit my day job and turn my side hustle into my main hustle. And, you know, the rest of they say is history. <laughs> mm, I love it, Nicole. And you made it sound simple, right? Which it is simple, but it's not simple. It takes a lot of grit and tenacity to do that. Because, look, I'm yeah. just, look, I'm going to just speak for me. Like, I put up a <laughs> post, you know, and then don't nobody respond to my post. So I talk about my program and don't nobody sign yeah. up for my program. <laughs> I ain't talking about it again for like five months until I get up enough courage to lick my wounds and, you know, say, okay, I guess this is what I should be doing, right? So I love your consistency and continuing forward, even when it didn't look the way you wanted it to look at the moment, right? I love your focus on results, right? Because, you know, talking about that result or how you'll solve that person's problem, like that is what attracts the people to you, right? And then I think too, like, I forget myself, you know, it's like, okay, social media is not just there for Nicole, right? Especially with these algorithm changes. So just because nobody liked your post, so just because nobody responded to you you don't know how many people actually saw the thing right so you have to like you said be consistent and y'all I'm talking to me right I'm talking to me (laughs) as I'm saying this let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you but I love that Nicole and you led right into my next question which y'all y'all know I don't share the questions right so Nicole is part psychic or we're just in sync we're in sync and alignment right But in relation to your being consistent and continuing to talk about what you have going on or the services that you have to help people, that sound like marketing, right? Like marketing yourself. Yeah. So is that the same tips that you have in relation to that? Or I just wanted to talk a little bit about marketing. Oh, yeah, of course. There's more, right? So, of course, being consistent and making sure. Now, I know a lot of people and I see where people make this mistake all the time. They are 
getting all the bells and whistles on the back end done, you know, paying thousands of dollars to website developers and this person and that person without even making their first sale. I say, have a way for people to go to a page, click on a link and pay you, right? That's all you need. Do not get the fancy schmancy website because you know what? When you haven't made any sales yet, when you're just starting your business, you don't even know what that business is going to look like in six months because the people that you're working with, the clients that you're getting, the customers, their feedback, they're telling you, okay, what do I need to do next in my business? What do I need to do next? Entrepreneurs are always tweaking and testing and iterating and all of that. So you can create this thing that maybe nobody wants, right? So I see a lot of people make the mistake of investing so much on what's on the back end without first having a proof of concept, right? So I know this finance thing worked. I knew it was helping me to be on top of my finances. I knew, you know, all these things, but there's a different, you know, everybody, people are different. So they might need might need what I have, but I might have to communicate in a, in a different way. You know, I might have to change a couple things. I might have to make it simpler, maybe because I knew accounting and Excel and all this, I probably did it a little complicated way, right? I remember my first time that I tried to get Five Minute Bookkeeper and Design Your Wealth together. I created a whole course, Nicole, threw that course in the garbage. <laughs> nobody was looking at that because nobody wanted to do that. When I got some entrepreneurs together and, be, and are like, oh, look at this, what do you think? They're like, this is complicated. Nobody's going to want to do that because it's so complex. So I went back to the drawing board. Imagine if I had paid lots of money to build this website and backend and all of that. So I would say, keep it simple, right? Keep it simple where you're like, let me test this thing out. Let me see, you know, how many people will pay me for it. Let me ask them some questions, right? And then let me make a little, you know, make, make updates. Let me make some changes. Design Your Wealth is not the exact same company that started four years ago. It has changed so much. My products have changed a lot as well. So yeah, I would say make sure that you are getting your proof of concept together and don't invest so much upfront before actually knowing what you're doing. Mm, I like that. Look, she's talking to my heart again, y'all. She's talking <laughs> to my heart again, right? That's that market research, which I think like I remember, like I took a lot of different business classes and seminars as I continued to grow myself in this field, right? And one of the things they talked about is that, you know, build it and they'll come, right? Like the build it and they'll come mentality is a myth, right? Like for those yeah. listening, Nicole is shaking her head right now. Like, no, don't do that, right? Like hashtag don't do that. You yeah. get the information from the people, give the people what they want, give the people what they're asking for, right? And then you know that you'll be successful because look, this is what y'all said y'all wanted. Look, I'm not, I didn't come pull this hat out my own bag. I pulled this hat out the bag y'all gave me. Right. So I think that that's yeah. great advice. And I also heard be flexible, you know, like don't be so yeah. rigid to that idea. And I think it goes towards what I was talking about a little earlier, right? As far as the goal may change or how to get to the goal may change. Right. Yeah. So I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, listen, look, 
I'm guilty, y'all, because I created a website that I don't even use anymore. My first website was about leadership empowerment, and I wanted to go into these companies and do this thing. And now, fast forward, I'm teaching people about podcasting, and podcasting is listed nowhere on my Winners United website right now. I got to fix that. But, you know, like I evolved into what people started asking me for. They wanted me to help them with podcasting because I had created a lane for myself in relation to podcasting. Go figure. I never wanted to do it, right? We got merch. Go to winhersunited.com forward slash shop to check out the WinHers t-shirts. There are two options available for you in multiple colors. Get one for you and a friend. One is called the WinHers Courageous t-shirt and the other is called the WinHers Birthright t-shirt. The material is top-notch and the designs are too cute. Remember, you're a winner every day, so you might as well wear the t-shirt. Get yours today at winhersunited.com forward slash shop. Anywho, so Nicole, let's switch over a little bit, right? Like as an entrepreneur or a person in general, coping skills are extremely important, right? So talk to us about things that you've had to cope with in entrepreneurship and how you've learned or are learning to cope effectively. Okay. So I don't know if you know this, Nicole, but I have a son, Brandon, who is 10 years old and he's on the autism spectrum, right? Anyone with any children with special needs, you know that it is very challenging, right? And so I make sure that I take care of myself every single day. I don't wait until it's time to go to a spa, you know, a mani-pedi or go to get a massage because by that time, sometimes you're so burnt out and you're so tired, right? So daily, what I do is I schedule my day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., right? I don't do nothing before. I don't do nothing after. Well, like before I might take a walk, do my breakfast, you know, stuff like that, right? Take him to school. And then at two o'clock, I, I end because I got to go get him from school, right? And so within that 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. time slot is when I do podcast interviews, when I meet with clients, when I do client work. And I make sure that I, I stick to that schedule because let me tell you, you can be an entrepreneur and be working 24-7, <laughs> Right? Because it's your own business. You don't have to report to anyone, right? So you're thinking, I got to do all the things. I got to make sure that this is in place, that is in place. You're giving your time to people, to clients, and they can be demanding, right? So if you're going to be, you know, available all the time to everyone, then you're going to, you know, kind of run yourself into the ground. So setting some boundaries around the time that I, I work is a really good one for me. The other thing that I do is I take naps. Listen, <laughs> naps almost every day. Or even if I don't nap, I lay down, right? I go get my son from school. He comes home. I feed him. He has therapy. His therapist comes into the home three days a week. So when she's here, I definitely will take a nap because, <laughs> you know, they're working together. But if, if she's not here, I lay down, you know, just making sure that I rest my body right? You need that as an entrepreneur. You want to refuel yourself every day. Because as I said, you can burn out because it's your business. So you don't have a, you're not on the clock. 
You don't have a time when you start, when you stop. So you have to kind of implement that. But I mentioned earlier about the journaling and just being with yourself, maybe taking a walk, quieting your mind, because again, your mind can be going a mile a minute, 24 seven, and just those little things. And it's not big things, guys. It's not, I see some books and some recommendations and people are like, you know, 75 hard and, you know, do CrossFit and, you know, doing these things that seem so, first of all, I look at that, I'm like, how in the heck am I going to be doing that? <laughs> I cannot run 20 miles a day, you know, but the little things I'm very big on simple, right? Baby steps and simple. And so I, as I said, every day do something that replenishes me, that makes me feel good. And it doesn't always have to be business, business, business. Mm, I love that. Look, you live in an entrepreneurial dream, Nicole, because like you said, like a lot of people say they want to be entrepreneurs for the freedom, but then they find that they're working 22 hours a day, you know, sleeping two hours, team no sleep, like, and basically killing themselves, right? Like, let's be real, right? And then you don't realize until you're sick, you know, chasing your dream, like chasing your dream should not make you sick. We're not supporting team no sleep, right? Like we're supporting resting and refueling. I love that, Nicole, like all of that, right? And being able to set those hours that go along with your lifestyle and what is important, right? Because I know for me, like when it's, oh, what's your why? Like I want to spend more time vacationing. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to, you know, do all these other things in support of the other things that I value in my life in addition to helping people. But, you know, the job or the business turns into, all of these hours, then you are sacrificing what you really wanted for this dream, right? So I think that that's really good. I'll never forget my first business coach had me list out like how many hours a week I wanted to work and, you know, how much money I wanted to make and things like that, right? And I think that that's a great exercise to actually do, you know, and then figure out, you know, how can I do this or what do I need to do to make this a reality, right? So- Listen, Nicole dropping them gems. Look, we trying to be like Nicole. Look with these. Look, I love those. Those is my hours. Look, 10 to 2, sign me up. Sign me up. Okay. All right. So, Nicole, growing in entrepreneurship, I feel like community is so important, right? And entrepreneurship and life in general. So talk to us about what communities you're a part of, why you join them, and how they help you grow. Okay. So, Because of the pandemic, a lot of us have joined a lot of online communities. And I have to say (laughs) that I need to do a better job of joining physical communities. (laughs) It's the Chamber of Commerce, kind of very similar to the Chamber of Commerce. They have an event coming up, a networking event coming up this Friday. I do a lot of online networking events and I'm starting to do a lot of offline networking events. Right. There are business communities. I believe that we are or were part of the same community online. I love online communities because it's so much easier to connect with people. A lot of people are on social media. So I'm in a lot of like business communities. Right. And I think that we need that just to to, you know, kind of sustain us as entrepreneurs. I don't have any friends that are, you know, like growing up that are entrepreneurs, no family members. So you kind of feel isolated. And so, you know, searching out those communities on and offline, I think is it kind of, again, refuels you and it helps you to have that motivation to keep going because you have, there are these people that you have things in common with 
You can discuss certain things with when I'm talking, it's not going over their head. You know, we're bouncing ideas off each other, all of that. So it's so, so important to connect with communities, both online and offline. I love social media. I've been on social media since I'm going to say 2012, 13 with business. And I've made some of my best biz friends. I've met on social media, right? And I know some people, you know, knock social media, oh, Facebook this and Instagram that, TikTok this. But I absolutely love social media. And if you know how to be strategic and intentional when you're using these platforms, then you can make great friends and a lot of money. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah. As I was listening, I heard like-minded, right? And when you're doing things that people around you aren't doing, you know, like then there is a gap in like-mindedness, right? So finding your people, you know, and getting into those groups. So like you said, you don't feel so isolated and so alone. So just to throw some tips out there for y'all, right? The search feature in social media is your friend, right? Like search hashtags of whatever industry or things you're in, you know, to see what pages come up in relation to that, right? put in keywords, right? Those keywords in relation to what you do or even women business, you know, or women empowerment or things like that to see what groups come up. I know for me, like when I first moved from New Jersey down to Florida, I would use Eventbrite and I would look up different business events on Eventbrite and they would tell me. And then that's how I ended up even finding out about podcasting. And here I am, you know, four and a half years later and podcasting is hashtag life for me. Right. So I love, love, love that advice. And I do agree that when you get around kindred spirits, it is it's just something amazing that happens. Right. And we're going to throw no new friends out the window. Right. We believe in new friends because a lot of times new friends will support you in ways that family and old friends won't. Right. So that is a a narrative that I think needs to be thrown away. So I love that. Love it, Nicole. All right. So, you know, we like weave in, so to say, right? I took out the whole breaking it out into segment parts, but we weave in the business conversations, the mindset conversations, the personal development, as well as the self-care. So when I was thinking like, okay, Nicole, how are you going to approach self-care for Nicole? I thought about it in a different way, right? Because I feel like taking care of your finances is a form of self-care. It may not be, sometimes self-care isn't pretty. Right. Like, but it's necessary and it is caring for you. So I know in addition to creating the five minute bookkeeper, you've also created the five minute personal tracker, which helps people take care of their personal finances. So I guess I want to kind of two part this question. Like, do you feel one is more important than the other when in relation to personal finances? Should a person do their personal finances before their bookkeeping for their business? Like what's your thoughts in relation to that? My thoughts on that is that they both balance out each other, right? And I liken doing your business finances and not your personal and vice versa to cleaning your living room and then throwing all the stuff in your in a bedroom. So your living room is nice and pretty, right? When your guests come in, right? And then... You open your room and you you ever watch those cartoons, you open the door, like everything falls out on top of you. (laughs) So that is the metaphor that I use when people are like, oh, my business books are great or my personal finances are great. But I'm like, what's happening with your business books over here as out in the wind, right? So you got to make sure that they're both taken care of. 
And so I would say that they're both very important, right? Because you can be making money in your business over here and you're like, oh, things are going great. I know how much is coming in, how much is going out. I'm making a profit, right? But then you pay yourself. You pay your household from your business. How much are you paying yourself? Are you managing the money that you're paying yourself over here? Because your profit can deplete really quickly if you are not paying attention to the person and always going to your business to take money from your profit in order to make sure that your personal, the personal side stays afloat, right? So having both of those and being able to, the same decisions that you use your numbers in your business to make are the exact same decisions you make in your, in your household, right? In your personal finances. I'm spending too much on this. Maybe I need to do more of that. Maybe I need to put more money from my business into my personal. So again, you will be able to look at the numbers and decide, okay, what am I going to do about my personal finances as well? I love that. So what do you like? What do you say to the person that is like, personal finances is not caring for myself. That's not self-care. You guys are crazy. That is work or that is, you know, it makes my stomach hurt or whatever they may be thinking, you know, that is not self-care. How do you convince this person? Yes, it is self-care. Let me tell you why it's self-care. So if you are stressed out, right? Because you have no idea what's going on with your finances. That's not taking care of yourself, right? I, for sure, even, and I've proven this over and over, I've worked with, as I said, with over 300 entrepreneurs and a few people who are not entrepreneurs, right? Who are using personal tracker only. And they will tell me that they feel so like a weight lifted off their shoulder. Peace of mind is (laughs) self-care. Listen, so you want to make sure that if you are worried about money, if you are thinking that you have $1,000 in your account, but when you check, it's 100. I don't know anything that's more stress-inducing than that, (laughs) right? So it is absolutely a form of self-care. So balancing, having that balance, your business finances, your personal finances. And as I said, you don't have to be making huge amounts of money, huge amounts of profit, but at least you know the numbers and know where to go next, right? And I feel like if you are not stressed and worried about money, that is a form of self-care. I love it. I love it. Listen, y'all, look, I know I want to be stress-free, look, because I pride myself. I ain't had that many gray hairs in the front. They starting to pop up a little bit, right? But, you know, like I want to prolong that journey, right? And and being stress-free is a way to do that, right? So I love that advice, Nicole. Love it. So let's switch over to you telling us about your latest win and why it's important to you. Okay. Oh, Lordy. It, would it be financial or it's just any Whatever. Win? Yeah. Any win. Okay. So I want to talk about my son because I don't talk about him enough. And he is definitely my why in almost everything that I, that I do these days. Starting my business, being able to take care of him, paying for things that we would not have been able to pay for out of pocket for therapies and all of that, right? And just seeing the progress that he makes in his daily life, in school, you know, academically, daily life. So I'm going to tell you, and it's so like, it just warms my heart sometimes. So his autism is receptive and expressive language disorder. So he wasn't talking, he was saying words, but he wasn't saying full sentences. 
And so we've been able to, because of my business, right, be able to pay for private speech therapy for him. And so yesterday I'm laying in bed and he comes and he says, mom, come here. Right. And then I'm like, okay, what's happening? And he walks to the living room and I walk with him. He's like, can you turn on the TV? My son a year ago was probably saying one word or, you know, really frustrated when he couldn't get the words out and when he didn't know how to communicate. Right. And so now to see him and that just like, oh my gosh, that just made me just light up so much that that's more than any monetary win that I've ever had. Just seeing the progress that he's made and how he's now expressing himself. Right. It's, completely amazing. And I'm just so happy that we're able to do this. I love that. Congratulations to you and your son, Nicole. That is, that just gave me a warmth that I needed. Right. And it ties into everything you talked about. Hint, hint, look, go back and binge. Listen, if you're a loyal listener, you'll hear us talking about your why and having a why throughout many of the different episodes. Right. And a lot of times, our wives are our family, right? Or, you know, the former us or, you know, those kind of examples as far as our why. And I love that your son is your why. And I love how, you know, like from being starting off with yourself and taking care of your books, you know, getting your business going the way it needs to go from being consistent and marketing yourself, you know, to then be able to experience those freedoms that money does allow you to experience from being able to purchase that therapy and, you know, all those other things. Like right now, I'm going to put my son in private school because he's just too smart in his public school education or charter school education is just not doing it for me, right? So you just encouraged me, Nicole, to, to look at these numbers look look for anybody that's feeling like oh I feel it too so don't you're not alone right but we're gonna do it together we're gonna do it together right I love that that was so good right like what can this money do for me you know that's really meaningful to me right and getting my son the education that he needs is meaningful to me and that will push me to figure out okay how many sales do I need to make to hit this 10k month Right. And you divide it out. Like I I worked with a business coach in the past where she's like, okay, if you want to make 10 K a month and I'm not, I don't have the math written down, so I'm not going to do it. Right. But you divide whatever that is, whatever your product price is divided by four, you know, that's how much you need to make in a week divided by five. That's how much you need or per week you divided by seven. That's how much you need to make per day. You know, so it kind of gives you an idea of, you know, breaking that thing down into those smaller chunks. So then like, oh, okay, well, if I needed to make five sales in a day today, I made two, then I need to go a little harder tomorrow. Or what can I do differently to get to that number? You know, so look, Nicole, you done bought it full circle. Look, and your son, your son's story, I, lo- I lo- you know, it's just something about it. You know, I love how it all comes back full circle. So Nicole, tell us what being a winner means to you. Okay. (laughs) So I've always said that I'm not competitive. (laughs) Always, always. I don't have to be first. I don't have to win every race. For me, being a winner is staying in my own lane and running my own race. I keep my head down. I don't look left. I don't look right. I don't worry about what other people are doing. I find my mentors online or offline. I see what they're doing. I take from them what I need, leave what I don't, right? 
and just really I'm focused on my, you know, my goals. I'm very goal oriented, hashtag Virgo. And so I will be, I'll say, and I, the same thing that you just spoke about with the $10,000, I want to make 10K. How much do I need to make a week? How much do I need to make a day? And so that's what I, I put the numbers in. I have my daily tracker. I go in, I put my numbers in, I do my calculations. For me, it's just staying in my own lane and running my own race. Mm, I love it. Look, Nicole, look, and y'all, Nicole, Nicole is proving her psychic abilities right now, right? So if y'all don't know about the Win Her t-shirts, y'all need to go to winhersunited.com forward slash shop. We have one that's called the Courageous t-shirt. And the definition says she forges her own path and courageously advances forward. So Nicole, look, I love your definition, Nicole. You know, we we eye to eye, we eye to eye. Just amazing. All right, Nicole. So I could keep you all day, right? Because I like to talk and we could continue talking, looking and just not stop. Right. But I know, you know, we got things to do when you getting up, you're getting close to your two o'clock mark. Look where it's, it's not time for nobody else. Right. So uh, do you have any parting words of advice for us? Absolutely. So I'd love to talk to my entrepreneur friends, my women entrepreneurs who are, you know, scared of the numbers. Right. They always say, I'm not a numbers person. I don't want to look at my numbers. It's scary. But you know what's even scarier? Not looking at your numbers, right? And so if you want to make an impact in the world, if you want to transform lives, it's going to take money. There's no two ways about it. You could you know, try to turn it upside down, sideways. You need money. If you look in the world right now, a lot of the people who are making a difference. And some aren't really making good differences, to be honest. They got lots of money. And so in order for us to make a difference for good, we have to get our money up, right? We got to take a look at our finances. We got to build businesses that are financially successful, right? We got to build profitable businesses. And so the first step, the foundation of that is managing your finances properly keeping track of what's coming in and what's going out, seeing your numbers, and then using those numbers to make decisions that are going to grow your business. Right, right. I love that. So as I listen to you, it reminded me of how they say, like, don't build a house on quicksand, right? Like when you started talking about foundation and stuff like that. And it's, you know, y'all look, I'm on if you feel like you're on quicksand, you're not alone. Y'all, y'all not alone. We are there together. But guess what? Nicole, let us know we could be on quicksand today and we could be on a solid foundation tomorrow, you know, and tomorrow might not be 24 hours. Right. Let's not, you know, like put that out there right but it could be tomorrow and tomorrow could be faster than we think it will come if we start today right so I think that that's amazing and I take your advice Nicole I won't be scared I won't be scared you know I'm gonna have to do some of those mantras you know you're confident in looking at your numbers or however we need to shape that right I love that Nicole so to oh wait so let me tell y'all right like I'm about to have Nicole tell us where to find her but I'm gonna let y'all know I, I've been I told y'all I was snooping Nicole website I fell in love with Nicole's website right not only does she have the information that you need she got demos up there y'all like demos 
videos to show you how to use the thing and all of that is super cute. So, Nicole, let everybody know where they can find you and connect with you. And y'all go check out that website because I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> so I am at five minutebookkeeper.com. So for anybody who does not have bookkeeping or if you have bookkeeping, but you're just not on top of your finances the way that you want to, you can check out five minutebookkeeper.com or you can also go to nicolebarham.com. That's where you have more information about me, the different media I've been featured in. And then if anyone wants some hand-holding, some one-on-one work, that's where they would find, be able to book a call with me as well. And I'm on the gram, on Instagram. I love doing reels. So I'm over there getting some reels together, trying to make finances fun. (laughs) And it's working, you know. So I'm at Nicole Barham number two. And, you know, follow me over there. Send me a quick message. Say hi. Tell me that you heard me on the podcast. And yeah, we, we, we can definitely connect over there. I love that. Thank you, Nicole. Wait, speaking about reels, Nicole, why I created a reel on my personal Facebook page that just went viral. I remember seeing a post that you put. It went viral, Nicole. So I'm trying to figure out how do I leverage this thing, right? So I threw something up next about podcasts. And like, if you like how I put up these hurricane shutters, check out my podcast. It had nothing to do with it, right? But you know, like you said, we do trial and error. We do trial and error. Yes. So look, I'm about to go to Instagram, y'all, to check out Nicole Reels because she might give me some ideas that I could implement, right? Yeah, thank you so much, Nicole, just for all of your information, your inspiration, you know, and your time that you spent talking to us today. Absolutely, Nicole. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope your audience got some value from this and invite me back anytime. I really enjoyed this interview with Nicole, and I hope you did as well. My takeaway for today is that ignoring my finances will keep me stuck and I definitely want to grow financially. I plan to set a goal to begin looking at my finances on a weekly basis. What's your takeaway from this episode? Send me an email and let me know. My email is winhersunited at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. One of my mottos is sharing is caring. So I sure hope that you care to share. I look forward to receiving an email from you. Also, don't forget to go to winhersunited.com forward slash podcast. There you can check out the show notes for this episode. You can read Nicole's full bio, get the links to connect with Nicole, get the cash app handle for Winhers United, get the direct link to my buy me a coffee page, get the link to get your Winhers t-shirt, and more. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing winning woman of color entrepreneur. But until then, as always, be empowered and empower on.